Hey, hey, welcome back. I'm Matt. And I'm Allie. And this is Married, Married with, with a, a dog. dog. Oh, we were a little off there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back to another episode of whatever this thing is. Little life updates. Um, yeah. We are planning to move to a new place at the beginning of the year. Uh, pretty excited for that. Yeah. And uh, we are looking to put uh Bentley into a little doggy boot camp for like a month and see if we can't get him trained. Yeah. Way better than I've done. So <laughs> I mean, I feel like you've done pretty good for someone who got a dog at eighteen with no idea really. Yeah. Yeah, we should talk about don't get a dog until you're like married and settled down. You think? Yeah. As a eighteen year old, I think I had him when I was like seventeen. Like in that college time of life, and then you're, you know, you're trying to hang out with people. You can't stay out. You got to take care of your dog. So it's like the the amount of responsibility you have to have to do it is astronomical. Um, you know, yeah. I love my dog, but I could have done with getting him a little later. Um, that's fair, and I feel like it would have been fun to like get him together. Yeah, but I also think like. It would have been better for him because I would be, I would have been more, I guess, apt to train him and kind of know. Yeah. Maybe maybe just be a, around more because I, I was around, you know, as much as I was, but, it, you know, in college trying to hang out with people. Yeah. And so I don't... I'd like go hang out with people and then come back at like 12 o'clock and let them out. So I I'm basically think... a bad dog parent. <laughs> I don't think I would have known that either. Like, I don't think I knew what all it took to actually have a well-trained dog until like a few years ago. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very excited to, we have a little consultation with the trainer um, this week and I'm very excited to get Penley in that. Because yeah. like, I want nothing more than just to be able to like go to the park and him just walk with us and chill, mm-hmm. go to, you know, go to restaurants and have him just sit at our feet like, be able to actually bring him around life because right now he just is not trained enough to do that. At yeah, all. like he's not even really trained enough to go out on walks. Like in the neighborhood is fine that we live in, but if there's any other form of distraction, it is Game not over. good. And and I devoted a lot more time to that, so he's gotten a lot more better, a lot more better, <laughs> more a better. lot better. Um, yeah, and but, that's the thing. He's like he's a good dog for like day to day. He's just like. He's a good dog with no distractions. Yeah. Like just living when we're in our own little bubble. He's a great dog. He listens. Yeah. He Anyone yeah. else comes around or, or any other thing and he's a just a menace. I'm hoping that he'll be nicer to our friends' dogs after this. I think it's going to be more of like we can get him to go sit in a spot and, and stay there and not bark mm-hmm. and let everything calm down, I feel like. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's going to be tools to, to manage that situation, and then maybe eventually he comes around socially. But it's weird, too, because, like, some dogs he's perfectly fine with and will play with, and some dogs, mainly male dogs, he... I was going to say, he, like, he likes gotta the He's got to assert that dominance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a player like pops. We also um, moved our bean bag, our giant dog bed, basically, into the kitchen so that he could Yeah, we bought a lay $200 down. bean bag that we thought we'd use. And it's just his dog bed now. So yeah. 
Perfect. Go us. We're great dog parents sometimes, but not usually. <laughs> Jeez. Do you have any other life updates? I don't think so. I chopped my hair off. Yeah. You did. looks awesome. But I love thanks. it. Um, it looks so like fresh and lively. It's like the most basic thing to do as a married person. Chop your hair off. <laughs> right after you yeah, get married. Hey, you're getting older. As you get older, you just keep chopping. You know? <gasps> You'll be it. like, oh, Linda. Take it back. Nope. Um. So you said you had something to share. Yeah. So I've got. Is now the time to talk about it? Yeah, it's fine. So I was waiting to the podcast to say it. But, okay, you know those Zen pouches you know what I'm talking about? No. They're like little nicotine pouches. Like, Zen. we have some friends that do them. Yes. I have probably, for the last, like, Matthew, six months. Matthew, what are you I've about not, to say I've to me? I've not done any. For the past six months, I've been like, I kind of want to try them. Matthew. But they don't have any tobacco. No. And they have nicotine. And I was listening to Andrew Huberman uh, on the Huberman podcast, and he was saying all the uh, benefits of nicotine. But then I was like, I would get addicted so fast. I can't do it. I literally haven't done it because you were like, I think that's disgusting. But um, it's not tobacco, and you don't spit it. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I really want to try it, though. Uh, I saw a podcast We're going to have to take this off podcast later because I have some <laughs> things to say, and I'm not about to say them. <laughs> I, uh, uh, there was a this podcast this This is how morning. you decided to tell me this? Yeah. <laughs> you were what? I was listening to a podcast this morning, and they were talking about doing them. Uh, it was Tom Segura mm-hmm. and Bert Kreischer. Mm-hmm. And Tom's been doing them, and he's like, I, like, you know, asked my doctor about them and all this, and he's like, all they have is nicotine. So, it's, I mean, obviously, it's not completely healthy for you, but it has all these benefits. But I'm just like, I know I'd get so addicted and spend so much money that I can't do it. Andrew but, but I really want to. Yeah. Says it's good. Yeah. Um, so if you don't know Andrew Huberman, he's a Stanford professor. Isn't he a, like a, no, I almost said a neurologist, but no, he's that's a, not what I meant. No, he's a professor a, of maybe neuroscience or something like that. Oh, I was thinking neuroscience. I could be wrong. <laughs> I could be wrong in that. That sounds but right. He's a, he's a professor at, at Stanford and uh, his podcast kind of like deep dives into those things. And he was talking about the benefits of nicotine because it increases your your focus um, and your mood and things like that. Okay. Just nicotine, not tobacco. Let's do them together. Okay. Oh. <laughs> the bad thing about, when you think about like chewing tobacco or dip, it's tobacco that's bad. It's not the nicotine. I mean, obviously nicotine can be bad. Anything can be bad, not in moderation, but... Yeah, I don't know. Well, the past like six months, I keep seeing them. And I'm six like, I kinda months. I want to try it. Yeah, I don't want to try you've it. You've only mentioned it once to me. I know. What? But like, what? Why do you want to try it? I don't know. It just. I was like, oh, you could be like a little sharper. They have some health benefits. I was like, I want to. I want to see what that's all about. And I like as a as a high school kid playing baseball. I I tried dip a few times. It was a terrible experience, but. I don't think this does the same thing because it doesn't have tobacco, which is like the, does a different effect. Yeah. I, I don't know how honest I want to get on you. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Um, well, just because, I mean, the main reason that it like bothers me is because my ex-boyfriend dipped. Oh yeah. And so like, I think it's just, and it was like one of those things where he said, he like told me from before we started dating that he was going to quit. So for four years, he told me he was going to quit. And yeah. it was like something we fought about all the time. Yeah. And 
then he would like switch to doing those like coffee pouches or he probably did that other thing too. And it was no, just these like, are new. Oh, okay. Well, it was just like this, always this thing. And it just bothered me. And I was yeah. like, I will never date anyone again who does that. Yeah. So it's just like a bad, like I said, I haven't done it I'm like, in my brain. I'm like, I know how much you don't <laughs> like it, but part of me is like, I don't want to try it. Hmm. But then I, I know we'll that if I try it, I won't stop probably. Because they'd be like, yeah, this is cool. I think the only the only reason I have an inkling to try it is because it's just straight nicotine. That's fair. And I'm, I'm so- sure people would be like, oh, nicotine's bad for you, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But apparently there's some benefits too. You're always going to find the reverse of. I was like, what if I could stop drinking Coke Zero and just do pouches? <laughs> Might be better for you, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> they it, they say it's similar to like ADD medicine, like Adderall, where it kind of just sharpens you and focuses you. But I feel like you get so dependent on it that it becomes an issue. That's the thing. I feel like it's not good to be but that get, dependent on do, anything. Do you get addicted? I'm a, that dependent on caffeine and Coke Zero. I'm a fiend. Yeah, no, Zero. I'm not saying that's a good thing. What do they thing? put in this shit? Because it is Cocaine. aggressively <laughs> taking over my life. It's a stimulant. I think in... I probably sound like the biggest strain, <laughs> but I just think like if I were to see it in your mouth, it would kind of like trigger me in a weird way. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think it's the same thing because no. it's not like brown and nasty <laughs> dip. I think dip is disgusting. It is like the smell of it. I can't do it and the taste. I, I didn't like the taste when I did it either. Um, I even tried like red man's, which is chew. That was, that was bad too. This stuff's like apple flavored. It's like all these d- weird flavors. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so okay, go for it. <laughs> it seems like a fight right waiting to happen. <laughs> Speaking of fights. Speaking of fights. First. So we asked. So we asked people uh, after the podcast last week to send in submissions of like little tiffs or riffs they've had in their in their relationships last marriage that are like so dumb and minuscule or like something super niche yeah like something just like why are we fighting about this yeah um like a lot of people will say like oh you put the toilet paper on the roll backwards like it's not spinning this way it's spinning back who would do that a lot of people do you believe there's a right way yeah we both do yeah and we do it the same way yeah yeah that's why we're married exactly (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't happen if we didn't (laughs) but yeah so we asked people to submit some stuff we got we got a few do you remember not an argument, but do you remember our the first time you got upset with me over something? No. <laughs> um, it was before we were dating. It was like right before we started dating. That's healthy. And yeah. Well, <laughs> it was so funny because we were on FaceTime. And tell me if you remember this. And you had just been like, I, I don't know if you had a volleyball tournament that day or something, but you had been out like doing something all day. So you were exhausted and you got back home and you FaceTimed me and we're talking and, you know, sometimes it's hard to understand people over FaceTime. I do. Do you know this. what I'm about to yeah. say? And I think I had asked you like three times in a row. I was like, what? What'd you say? Like, I couldn't understand what you were saying. And the look you gave me, <laughs> it was something I had never seen had, from you before. I had just played a, volleyball tournament all day. It was summertime mm-hmm. and I played a volleyball tournament in the sun all day. It was like first volleyball tournament I had ever done, I think. Yeah. And uh first like, of all, <laughs> I don't like repeating myself like multiple in general, times. Yeah. I don't know why that's a um pet peeve of mine, but it is. 
And it was just like the perfect culminate. But I was like, you, I didn't say anything mean to no, you. No, you handled it so well though, yeah. because you you just like made this face and I was like, Oh, he's upset. And it wasn't even like like I knew how ridiculous it was not ridiculous, but I was like, like obviously this isn't a real thing. So I just kinda like laughed it off, but you're like, I think I need to go to bed and I'm like, Okay, we'll <laughs> we'll talk tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But it was just funny. I think that was just the heat and exhaustion because yeah. we had also been up like st- stupidly we stayed up the night before drinking and then played the tournament drank and then drove back home and it was super late yeah it was just a perfect culmination of things um yes yeah, so speaking of fights like dumb f- i don't even call it a fight more That's like a spat it, maybe yeah and it's hard to call any of these a fight. i would just call it like a, a marriage a, a tiff it needs a it needs a name. I know. What do you call something like that? That's like not a, like, it's not a fight. It's just like. It needs like a cool nickname. Yeah. A marriage tiff. A, uh, a sloopy. <laughs> no. <laughs> a sloopy. <laughs> Maybe a stoopy. A stoopy. This is stupid. It's a marriage stoopy. Um, so we okay. Well, we got a new blender, but we've had a blender always, and uh. Every time Allie cleans it, she puts it on. So, okay, let me lay out the kitchen right now where we're staying. It's like you come in a doorway. Immediate to the left is the fridge facing, like you're looking at the side of the fridge. There's a row of cabinets and then a flat wall with a door to the pantry and then a row of cabinets. So it's like a, a, a galley-style kitchen, they call it. Yeah, so and, there's there's... We only have two counters in the kitchen, and they're on opposite walls. And they're full of everything, so there's no room for anything. But the sink, the the blender is right next to the sink. Every time Allie cleans it, she takes it and moves it over to the other countertop <laughs> by the stove, which is like the usable countertop in my mind. And she always does it, and then it just stays there for like two days. <laughs> And I'm like, why are we putting this here? Just put it back on the blender thing. Okay, well, in my mind, so it's it's a large blender. We don't have much counter space. And the counter space where it's on is kind of where, like, the gross stuff in the kitchen happens. <laughs> like, where you cut chicken and stuff. So I, once I clean the blender, I don't want to lay it on a countertop that is maybe at some point had raw chicken on it. So you use a cutting board. There's no raw chicken on that counter. I it, it's just in my head, okay? Mm-hmm. So in my head it makes more sense to while it dries, lay it upside down on the other counter that feels more clean. And then once mm-hmm. it's dry, I put it back where it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think you should just put it back on the blender <laughs> bottom and then it's good. Because there's just not enough room to be, to just take up all the counter space. I don't really know why it matters, but but every time I'm like, ah. It's so funny too because there have been a few times like, I don't remember you ever doing this before we got married, but since we've been married, like randomly, it's usually at night, sometime after dinner, you'll walk back into the kitchen and you'll go, okay, new pet peeve, <laughs> <laughs> and you'll just say something. And like the other day, one was that. I put your glass that you had left in the kitchen like hours earlier. I put your glass in the dishwasher. Yeah. My (laughs) my cup I was drinking out of 
that still had, I think it, it had a little bit of water in it. No, it had like a swallow of water in it. Hey, I don't drink water, so I need everything I can get. Um, no, major pet beef, because growing up, my dad would just throw everything in the sink. Like, I could take a cup out, fill it up with water, take a drink, put it down, come back five minutes later, and it would be in the sink. I had to get like three or four cups a day growing up. It was so frustrating. <laughs> and so, you've you've only done it like maybe once. No, I do it all the time, but see, you don't notice because sometimes you'll have three cups out. (laughs) So am I supposed to just leave them all there? No, I I like to keep it clean. So Mm. I just put them in the dishwasher. Unless you wash the blender, then you like to keep it everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Or the strainer. (laughs) Or the strainer. First of all, okay. All right. I need, I need, we need a poll here. Okay. Okay. If you use a strainer, okay, you boil pasta. Just regular pasta, mm-hmm. just water and pasta. Mm-hmm. You strain the pasta in the strainer. Right. Is the strainer dirty or clean? Okay, well, I think... I think. And you... should you wash it or and leave it on the stove? Okay, wait, what do you... <laughs> I'm confused because what do you think? Because I think maybe you're thinking that I think the opposite. I think it's clean and it should just go back underneath the cabinet. Okay, here's the thing. And I do this with my clothes too. It's I might not, use it. It's not clean, but it's not dirty, so it needs its own space. So like, no, it has its, its own not, space. It's under not the cabinet. clean enough to put back in the cabinet, but it's not dirty enough to put in the dishwasher. So I just put it back on the stove where I know we'll need it again. No, I just go rinse with the water because it only yeah, has pasta water, I and do then that I just too. put it back under the. But it doesn't feel clean enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> so you put it on the stove where raw meat. It's cooked and Ooh. pops. Yeah, how you feel now? Okay, huh? You may have talked me out of that one. <laughs> so we'll have a stove with a strainer on it, a plastic <laughs> strainer, and then we'll have the countertop right next to it with the blender and the lid and the little probe pusher thing that goes like, like you like mush down the food within the blender. Yeah. And then we have no cabinet countertop space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that's just part of living with someone. And, like, what do they do and what do you do and what clashes and what, like, jibes together. Yeah, and what are you willing and to it's such compromise like a little, on? Yeah, it's such, like, a little thing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's but it's the like, thing. <laughs> yeah, it just, like, grinds your gears a little bit. Kind of like how you like to leave your not dirty but not clean clothes on the bedroom floor. Oh, yeah. I take my clothes off right there by the side of the bed. And then when I need them, they're by the side of the bed. Yeah, but they're just laying on the floor all day. So, like, doesn't Force that clean. seem kind of gross? You walk on the floor all day? It's not the cleanest. No, I'll just go pile them up in the bathroom and have a that, mountain of eight different outfits. so much more And sense. never wear any of them. <laughs> so, what I'm getting from this is that we are both, like, clean freaks in our own way. Yeah, for sure. In organization. For sure. And we snobs. both definitely think we're right. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just, like I said, it's just learning how to coexist. Mm-hmm. And it's someone someone asked the other day, they're like, "How's how's married life going?" And I was like, oh, "We're adjusting," but like not in a negative way. Oh. And someone was like, "Oh, they're adjusting," and I was like, "I mean, that's an adjustment, right? You go from like not living with someone to living with them." Yeah, for sure. It's definitely an adjustment. It's do awesome you, and amazing. Do you think it's been a big adjustment, or like not big, but it's like little stuff like that. Yeah, it's like you you know. When you live by yourself, you can just go home and do whatever you want. Yeah. And then when you, you know, when you have a partner, then it's not like 
I'm going to go home and do absolutely nothing all day. Like there's things that have to get done. This person wants to do this. That person wants to do that. And so you have to find that like happy medium. Yeah. Which I think we've done a great job of. It's not like, oh, I can do the dishes whenever I want. I can do laundry whenever I want because maybe this person will need something or doesn't like it that way. I don't know. Yeah. A friend of, of ours I was riding in the car with, he was like, everything you do now is like setting the foundation for the rest of your marriage. And the, like all the things you do sets a, um, uh, what's it called? No, like, um, a routine. Mm. Like it sets your routine. Even if you don't think it's your routine or you don't want it to be, or you do want it to be like, you're setting those foundation building blocks, like in the early stages of your marriage. Yeah, for sure. I would say we're still getting the flow. We have a, uh, one of our, close friends two of our close friends are married for like a year now and they were like like even now they're st- they're like we finally feel like we have a good like flow and routine and we've kind of like settled into yeah. everything but it's like exciting and fun too you know for i haven't sure. had any moments where i'm like Ugh. what have i done <laughs> unless the blender's on the counter yeah the only time. <laughs> one of the best things that i've heard about marriage which i heard from a podcast actually it was from um, is actually Dax Shepard's podcast, which I'm sure most people know. He's married to Kristen Bell. And so he was talking about how something that she does that drives him crazy is she leaves cabinet doors open. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. And he'll like walk into them or whatever, or, like hit his hip on it. I don't know. But he's like, it's so annoying. Like just close the cabinet doors. And they said before, like it's something they argue about all the time. And he's like, I tell her all the time it bothers me. And for the longest time, I didn't understand, like, why can't you just freaking close them? Like, I told you it bothers me. And then he realized, he's like, wait, why do I have to keep arguing with her about this? Like, can't I just let it go and just realize, like, okay, I can, it's not hard for me to just close the cabinet door after she's been, like, I walk into the kitchen, just close the door that was left open. Like, it's not, like, there are some, like, obviously, if there's a, big major issue you Mm -hmm. should talk to your partner about it and hopefully they want to help fix it but it's like if it's something minor like that it's not worth the argument you can just go ahead and do it yourself so if it's like if I'm ever you know something minor like that comes up I'm like it's not that hard for me to just fix it myself like it's not worth yeah it's definitely a given a a take in that aspect for sure but uh let's get into the submissions submissions yeah okay let me pull them up. Okay. So this person said, when my husband and I first got married, he had this really crappy couch. During a Bible study one night, his friend sat down on it really hard and broke the back of it in half. Around that time, my mom was getting new furniture and asked me if I wanted her old couch. And I was like, yes, absolutely. Ours is broken. Well, the problem with their couch was that it wasn't comfortable, but it looked nice. And the current couch that we had looked awful, but it was really comfortable. So my husband refused to give up the old couch. I hated it because we had a small living room and we had a mismatched couch on each wall and a lazy boy. Well, we were kind of bickering about it for a few days. As my husband would describe it, one morning I woke up ready to fight, which I'll admit I had the made the decision that morning I was getting rid of the couch that day. I simply came downstairs and told him I'm getting rid of the couch today. I went to our neighbors, asked them if they wanted it. They said yes. I came back and told him, and they came and got the couch. Well, he ended up being really sad about it, and then I felt really bad and realized I probably shouldn't have done it. 
So I actually went back to the neighbor's house and asked for the couch back. (laughs) (laughs) My husband was like, that's so embarrassing. You cannot go back and ask for the couch back. And a few months later, they ended up moving out and left the couch outside. And a frat house came and picked it up and made it their new porch couch. (laughs) (laughs) Did they get, I guess they got the other furniture? I I don't know if they kept it or not. Maybe. Sounds like there was some connection to this couch. (laughs) I I know. Would you rather have a a a comfy couch or an aesthetic couch? Let's just ask my parents. Yeah. Well, your parents (laughs) have a aesthetic couch and I would much rather have a comfy couch. Yeah. Would you be mad if I got rid of your couch? Nope. I was going to say, we're planning on sawing that thing in half when we leave this place. Yeah. We have a, we have like a sectional that I got as a hand-me-down a long time ago and getting it in the place we live in right now was almost impossible. So we're just going to take a chainsaw and cut it in half. Yeah. Yeah. Seems it's not, logical. It's not worth the trouble. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny how like a couch can bring up that. It's like, what'd you guys find like, out today? Uh, there's a couch. Especially if it's broken. Like you would think yeah. the logical thing is just get rid of it and get a new one. But yeah. if you're attached to the couch. I want to know what happened on this couch. Ooh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The other day I was driving and my husband made a dumb comment about how women can't drive. It made me mad, of course, but soon after his comment, I accidentally ran a red light. Mm -hmm. He then made it an ordeal about how he was scared for his life. So I decided to pull (laughs) over and literally, as I was saying, fine, then you can drive since I'm so bad at it. I violently ran over a curb. I was so (laughs) mad at him, but we ended up both dying laughing. (laughs) (laughs) that one is so funny because we had a similar thing happen recently not quite to that extent but um i think i missed a turn or something and you were frustrated and i was like fine i don't i don't even remember what i said but i was like i said something like that yeah you just pulled into a parking spot and just sat there and looked at me i was like waiting for you to apologize i'm like apologize to me (laughs) (laughs) for your comment (laughs) And then I it's so I turned around to go back to the road where we needed to be and missed it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You and driving are not friends. <sighs> That's so funny though that she literally messed up twice. Right after. Right after. That's yeah. So funny. Scared for his life. I can just see <laughs> That's that argument. So funny. <laughs> can you guess who submitted yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it even funnier. Um, this one's a a short one, but what drawer to put the dish towels in if it should be based on functionality or how the inside of the kitchen drawer looks. I so yeah, functionality or looks, yeah. I got to first, presentation, I guess. first-hand witness this argument between we, the couple. Yeah, we talked we talk about this too. Yeah. What, what did you end up saying? I think functionality because nobody can see it. The yeah. funny thing is, the man in this situation was like, well, what if, if your friend comes over to the house and looks in that drawer, would you want them to see it like that? And I'm like, it's <laughs> and a I'd be kitchen like, drawer. I'd be like, thanks for doing the dishes, <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come over anytime. Yeah. I'm like, um, no, I think functionality and it should be about functionality. Yeah. If it's something that's not visible. I guess it's just what do you care about? Like the couch, like you care about functionality or looks oh true (laughs) yeah i guess that's what it always comes down to unless Uh, you're a woman driving hey now watch (laughs) it um 
someone said bush trimming. They've argued over like um, trimming the bushes. Yeah, if they should have a natural look or if they should be like perfectly square or triangle <laughs> or whatever. What do you think? <laughs> I think I want a little bit natural, but I don't want it to be like way overgrown. Now I want the it's, sharp lines. Do you really? The nice. It's nice and uh, manicured. We don't have any bushes to yeah. manicure, so <laughs> we don't have to worry about we'll that. We'll fight about that later then. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we'll just put that one in the book. Someone said their husband wants all the appliances on the countertops versus, and she wants them put away in the cabinets really? or closet. Yeah, put it away. All of them? Yeah, I feel what like. About well, it depends on. We keep our blender out. We keep our toaster out. We keep our air fryer yeah, out. Yeah, we don't have anywhere to put them. That's true. If That's we true. had like, like your parents have that whole shelf that they can yeah. put everything, I would love to do that because- well, for one, it doesn't look great. Actually, I saw this thing um, where it's like a normal countertop, but the the cabinet or or the back, I should say, almost looks like the backsplash, actually rolls up, and there's a whole space for your appliances. So they're like on the counter still, but they're hidden. Ooh. I think that's the best way because they're an eyesore. I mean, even like the um, what is that thing? The, the blender? blender, the Vitamix. Yeah, even the Vitamix we have, it's super nice, but it doesn't look great. Right. And it's um, I huge. think I think if you had like a fancy toaster or something that's like one of those smegs that is like a look, yeah, like a unique thing, you could put it out. What about our little green toaster that we got? That's fine. I mean, I don't really think we have enough room <laughs> in the new place to not put it on the counter. Yeah, I would prefer for them all to be away though. I think it just looks nice. I think ideal is kind of what my parents have, but I will say that I think if you use a certain appliance every single day. And it's kind of like one of those things that's a hassle to put up and put back. I would yeah. rather just leave it out like the toaster. But yeah, as long as it's not too big. That's fair. That's what she said. <laughs> um. Okay. Someone said their husband will be like, I don't have any clean clothes, but he won't put his dirty clothes in the dirty clothes basket. So I don't know that they need to be washed. Does he not wash his own clothes? <laughs> you don't wash your own clothes. What do you mean? I wash my own clothes if you haven't beat me to it. Okay, but I always beat you to it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> thank you, but like, it's not because I don't want to do the clothes. It just you, you're always on top of the clothes. That's fair. But I think I'm used to like, I mean, I just, I have enough clothes for the week, and then I wash on the weekend. Yeah. But you constantly like keep up with it, so. Yeah, because it's so much if yeah. you don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm very. I'm not complaining. I'm very yeah. happy. Um, someone said their husband will miss all the parking spots and park in the back of the parking lot. Oh, that's, that's a bad one. No, sir. Really? I, uh, I don't want to walk. Okay. If here's my thinking, if it's cold, get me as close as possible. But if it's a nice day, I don't mind walking late park in the back. No, let the elderly or I got the back of an 80 year old. Give me that front row spot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't ever, I don't usually park like way up front, but I'm not parking in the back of any parking lot unless I have to. That's just dumb. Yeah. Um. I mean, I won't like purposely go for the way back, but I'm fine with just like a middle mediocre spot. Mm. You just appreciate it a little bit more? Life? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to be in a hurry all the time. I don't need yeah, to have see, the best I'm, of the best. When I'm going somewhere, I'm like on a mission. It's like, all right, 
I want to get out of the car, get it, get back in the car, leave. Would you consider yourself a dilly-dallier at all? Not at all. Do you think I am? Um. Answer freely. I don't really think so. Really? I would say that I am. No, because you don't really dilly-dally. You just, like, submerse yourself into whatever you're doing. So you're not like, la-di-da-di-da. You're like, deep-dived, deep-dove, deep-divin. <laughs> what? You're deep into whatever it is. Like, Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm, I, like, focused on what I'm doing. Yeah, but you're, like, overly... Um, like perfectionist Mm -hmm. on it so you're not dilly-dallying you're just like spending your time looking at every thing every aspect of it okay let me ask let me rephrase i would say that you like you definitely are a stop and smell the roses person more than i am which is one of the things i love about you because i'm like very but like a to b Mm -hmm. to c but But you can kind of like appreciate the Roses. That's nice. I think you've been more so like that lately. Like sometimes you remind me now. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just the balance. I think that's the yin and yang of a relationship. Oh, marriage. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess, so let me ask this. When you, if you're going somewhere, like you're running an errand or something, as soon as you park your car, your car are you out of your car walking in or do you sit on your phone for a minute like answer some text check your email no okay see i'll do that i'll like look at my phone for like five minutes and then be like oh i should go in now no i'm very like this is what i gotta go do i'm Mm -hmm. doing it and getting it done i've consciously been trying to stop doing that though i'll even do that like when i get home sometimes after work i'll just like sit in my car for like 10 minutes. I'm like, mm. why yeah. don't I just go inside? <laughs> <laughs> just decompressing maybe? Yeah, I guess so. I, I spend a lot of time in my car with my work, so I'm like... Get me out. Yeah, because I'm in it so much. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Okay, this is our last one. My husband and I were moving into a new place across the street and I felt that we needed to move over all the rugs and carry the furniture and stuff into the correct rooms and put them in their place before moving other stuff over and my husband felt that we should just bring everything over and figure it out later so we argued and I got frustrated that he was putting it in the wrong place and said that his logic made no sense and he said I do this for a living but he was deaf wrong he made it extra work Who's right? Yep. What kind of mover are you? Are you a, oh, just throw it in the house and figure it out? Question. Or are you a, like, this goes there, this goes there? I want to say that I'd be a... Okay, their situation's a little bit unique because they were literally moving, like, to one or two houses down. So they didn't have to go very far. So they could, like... Like, in that case, I think I would be a do it the right way as you go. But if we're moving... You know, if you're moving further away, you're just, like, get it all in there. Yeah. Know? I think I'm a 50-50. Like... I'm going to put the dresser in the bedroom on the wall I think it's going to go on, but it'll probably move by the time everything else gets in there. Yeah, that's true. A lot of things like usually changes once you move into. Like yeah. we had the bed on the opposite wall when I first <laughs> I think it's funny, he's moved like, you in here. I do this for a living. <laughs> <laughs> he moves stuff for a living. <laughs> that is funny. It's so funny the little, like the littlest things you can just clash heads on. Yeah. And then and then once it's done, you're usually laughing. Like, what are we arguing about? <gasps> 
I just remembered a story that I, I can't remember if I've told you this before, but I went to college with this girl and she was, she told us about how the worst fight she had ever had with her husband. Um, I guess they were living with his dad temporarily or something. And she said that his dad kind of got in his head about some stuff and they were just fighting more and stuff like that. And he would be playing his Xbox and it would drive her insane. She's like, you're just always playing your Xbox. It's so annoying. And so one day she got fed up and she was so mad at him. She went to cut the cord to his Xbox, just like literally with scissors. And she ended up cutting her curling iron cord instead (laughs) of the Xbox. And she was like, that just completely ended the argument because we were just dying laughing. Like I messed up my own stuff instead. That's funny. <laughs> that seems like a little bit of a deeper fight. I know. Though, I'm, like, yeah. Then, like, a little, you know, tiff. Yeah. I can't imagine ever, like, trying to ruin someone's, like, that's funny. thing. Yeah, that's funny. That's a healthy relationship. Hope they're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to them. You have anything else? Um, so, the difficult part about doing this with each other is that we're married. We see each other every day. We like, if something happens in my day, I'm going to tell you, you know, like how when friends are doing a podcast together, you can be like, Oh, this is what happened to me yesterday. And they don't know about it yet, but it's not like yeah. we can do that. Cause they tell you everything. So I've been writing down some random thoughts that I've been having throughout the week. And oh, I yeah. figured, um, I could, um, tell you those instead. Okay. <laughs> so, like my Zen pouch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I guess this is my Zen pouch. Oh, we're in our Zen moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have two. But okay. the first one is, you know, those girls that, okay, this is a very specific type of girl. But can you picture in your head if I say a girl has on her Instagram as her occupation hot dog joint? <laughs> what <laughs> can you do you know what i'm talking about no okay i feel like it's a very specific energy is that like i want your hot dog in me <laughs> no i think that means she's a hooker no okay it's like uh i i really wish you have you ever seen that before though No. okay well it's Never. like this very specific type of person and you know how like it'll say occupation like Mine will yep. say photographer. I think yours does too, actually. Not anymore. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, um, and so it's like the thing where you can put a job and it's like kind of grayed out and theirs will say hot dog joint. What does like that even mean? Several, I've seen several girls. It's kind of like a cool girl vibe. Like they'll be like. Sounds like they want some wieners in them <laughs> for being honest. That's all I'm getting. <laughs> I'm a hot dog joint. No, hot but dog. I feel like it's supposed to put out this like like energy like, oh, I'm cool. I'm labeling myself as a hot dog hot joint. Dog joint. Like, yeah, like I think they like I almost think that people think it's like kind of like, like a YOLO, cute, a cute and quirky thing. OK, like they're usually like cool girls, though. Maybe I'm just jealous. Maybe maybe I just want my bio to say hot dog joint. You can so, put your bio as hot dog joint, but. <laughs> Maybe I've just been interpreting it wrong. Maybe they are prostitutes. I'm thinking that they're like, I'm a hot dog joint. Bring your hot dog. 
Oh, I didn't even think about that. I just thought it was like something of like they're trying to be kind of funny, but like they probably I've are. Seen, I've seen several girls do this. I can't remember what the, there's another one that's kind of popular. It's it's like something weird, kind of like hot dog joint, but it's not it's like quite hamburger that. helper. <laughs> <laughs> Corn dog campsite. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'll I'll have to show you next time I come across it. I don't even know if people still do that, but I just always think I'm like, huh, like what a bold move. But yeah, I don't <laughs> not I don't get it. I think either she's a hoe or this is a very niche thing you're looking at. But okay, here's the other thing, and maybe you can tell me if this is true or not because, at least for me, when I wanted to put my occupation as photographer on Instagram, I had to specifically create a Facebook page. Did you have to do this? No. Okay, so maybe it was just older Instagram, but you had to make a Facebook page and link it to the Facebook page to be able to put like an occupation there, how it's like kind of grayed out. Yeah. And so I'm like, are these girls literally making a Facebook page for their hot dog joint to hook it up to like... <laughs> You just there's got to be some like subreddit of just a bunch of hot dog joint users. Wait, can I look it up real quick? We'll have to look at that the next episode. Look up hot dog joint. Yeah. Okay. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> What's so, the next one? The next one. Um, you know how people always say that it's lame to talk about the weather. Like they're like, yeah. don't talk about the weather. Small talk. Yeah. I think it's cute. You also I'm, think that like humans doing the most basic human things is like the most adorable yes, thing ever. Yes, but You'd be I, like, oh my God, he got out of his car. <laughs> <laughs> he tied his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. What I like talking about the weather. It's something we all have in common. Like what it, am I? I that's can't, a Midwest thing, I think. Like small talk. Talking about the weather? No, small talk. You know, I expected moving down to the south, people would be a lot more into small talk. I thought people would be friendlier down here. Southern hospitality. They're not. They definitely are friendly away from Atlanta. Like a southern, a true southern, okay. l- like true southern old, older lady and or older man. Very, very nice. But in Atlanta where the play is play, it ain't, it <laughs> it ain't, ain't happening. It ain't so nice. Um, yeah, so I think that that's, like talk about the weather just means... Small. T- I hate small, small talk. talk, which I kind of like. I try not to small talk with people because I'm like, I want to sound. I want to like talk about something interesting. Yeah, but if it's like, it's it, but if you don't have anything interesting to say, you're just like, so the weather. How is it? And it's like, well, this is not a exciting conversation. Well, when you're in a customer service setting, like if I'm at the restaurant, a restaurant or whatever, like and you're the sitting, bank today. Yeah, like. We don't know anything about each other, so the only thing that the literally only thing the the only thing we have in common right now is the weather that we're both experiencing. <laughs> so let's talk about it. No, I think that's the Midwest. So, do you think it's cringy to talk about it? The weather? I wouldn't say cringy. No, like I mean, they definitely do. But if I had anything exciting to talk about, I would rather just say that. Honestly, or I would like try to ask some type of question to get like an actual conversation going because mm-hmm. it's like small talks just kind of like, what are we doing? We don't want to talk to each other. Yeah. I don't think 
I honestly and don't you know love if it. I can go a day without talking about the weather. Even if I don't say it like out in public, I'll say something to you about it. I'll be like, oh, it's cold today or. Yeah, but I think you're thinking it too literally. It's okay. not like it's just small talk in general. Like 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 at the bank today when I was like, getting plans for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Is like that, that's just small talk. Yeah. But is that cringy? Is that bad? I thought I don't it was think sweet. it's bad. No, but I I think it's just a space filler of like we don't really want to be here. Let's not make it awkward. It. Yeah, let's try to make it less awkward. I definitely Chris D'Elia has a thing. It's like small talk, dude. Miss me with that. He's like, I'd rather blow my brains out than talk about the weather. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a Midwest thing though, because eh, maybe Midwest, maybe just East Coast. I don't know. We like to talk about weather over here. <laughs> Yeah, I guess because, like, nothing else is going on typically. So it's like, how about that weather? It's real hot today. Hope it doesn't rain. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You appreciate, you know, the small thing. I more, like, want to ask, like, a deeper okay, question. Okay, well, I would much rather have a deep conversation. Or just not talk to that person. Oh, that's fair. But I always do small. So I'm like, I can't say I don't. Yeah. Especially, like, with friends. Like, if you get a small talk with friends sometimes, it's like, what are we doing? we have anything interesting? Like, sometimes I just can't think of anything to say, so I'm just like, ah, oh, it's really hot outside. <laughs> and <laughs> then I'm like, the I hate myself. <laughs> I, every time I go to say something, I'm like, don't say it, don't say it. And then I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could be like, man, this weather's so great, I'm going to do this or something. I don't know. What's oh, a better way? Or I should ask them, I should be like, oh, great weather today. Like, what are you going to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> the sun's out, you're going to go wrangle it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I need to come up. What is a good alternate to, like, what's a good question you can ask that's not small talk, but it's not too deep where you have to, like, fully get into it, you know? Or even just, like, tell a story of something interesting or just don't talk. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, I feel like it's either, like, you can strike, out, strike up some interesting conversation or you just don't talk to avoid small talk. Because small talk is just, like, filler when you feel kind of awkward. You're like, I don't know yeah. what to talk about. You know what's crazy to me? The, like a lot of other countries don't do small talk and they it's more weird if you yeah. were to talk to someone. I, I imagine how hard it would be though for me <laughs> like no. to go into the place like that and be like what, I don't feel like you small talk that much. Like I feel like you usually you're always like I talked to this person today and uh he has this many kids and he moved from here and he did that and this and that and I'm like this this old man told you his entire life story. Yeah, or like people, this person told you their whole life. Like you don't really do the small talk. I don't ever feel. Well, it's not anything I'm doing. For some reason, people just want to tell me their life stories. Yeah, that is very true. <laughs> you just I easy like it. talk to. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> uh, holidays are coming up. Yeah, uh, we got Thanksgiving this week. I almost said next week. Wait, the day this comes out, it'll be the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, so, so hopefully you're all in comas listening to us uh, talk about beef. Food, food coma. Food coma, beef coma. Ooh. Um, uh, so story time for next week. We'd like to hear like holiday horror stories with your spouse, by yourself. With your family. Family. With your spouse's family. Yeah, did, did your mother-in-law tell you to cook a turkey and you burnt it? You know something stupid, but you were scarred by. Um, I guess that really would be stupid. I would probably hate you too if you burnt a turkey. I burnt your meal the other night. Eh, I still love you. 
Thank you. But yeah, so uh, send in the submissions uh, if you can think of any kind of holiday horror stories, even if it's not you and you heard it from someone else, from another friend. We'd love to we'll hear them. air their stuff out too. Yeah, we'll air out your dirty laundry. <laughs> All right, that's it. Peace. Bye.